0: today i wanted to share a story of something that happened a few weeks ago we were out as a family and we had just had dinner and outside the restaurant there's this little square with a play structure in the middle and we're there hanging out and leon my three-year-old sees a girl and he points at her and says look it's a big kid And he's closer to her than to us, actually. But he's looking back at us saying, look, a big kid. And then the girl takes a step closer to him and towers over him and says, I'm a girl. And at this point, Joseph and I look at each other like, "Uh uh-oh. And Leon starts walking back towards us. And she's following him as he's coming our way. So Leon's walking towards us, and then he looks back at her, then turns back around to us, and with a huge smile, he says, I think she likes me. <laughs> and Joseph and I just burst out laughing because we were getting the absolute opposite impression. And when he said that, when Leon said, I think she likes me, you could tell the girl was confused. Almost like she started to wonder, how on earth did I give him that impression? And what's even better is that Leon at this age, he frequently repeats himself, uh, sometimes like five to ten times, especially when he's a little tired. And this was in the evening, after dinner, past his bedtime. Uh, So he's definitely there. And so there he goes again. I think she likes me. I think she likes me. He is just repeating this statement again and again and again. And meanwhile, this little girl is following him. And this was amazing to witness because they started making circles around this little play area. There was like a big structure in the middle. And what started as her, you know, just towering over him and trying to intimidate him within a minute or two, of her following him and him continuing to repeat, I think she likes me. Uh, it had turned into a game of tag and the girl was smiling, chasing Leon. Leon was chasing after her. They were having so much fun and it was this beautiful scene. You know, we were outside, it was really dark. It was a hot summer night and the area we were in is surrounded by these beautiful trees that are covered in fairy lights. Oh, it was just so sweet and so memorable. And they played for at least half an hour and got so sweaty and were just completely just beat at the end of it. They were laughing endlessly. It was really, really incredible. And as we were leaving, the girl said to Leon, you're a good friend, you know. That's that's what I heard her say to him. And gosh, this was so amazing and such a good good moment for me as a mom to witness. So this story of how my three-year-old befriended this six-year-old girl, I think it has a lot to teach us. You know, Joseph and I in the car were like, wow, this is very, that was a profound moment for us. And there are a lot of lessons. And first, you know, Leon was not intimidated. So in fact, he took her following him actually as a sign that she liked him. And he interpreted it as friendly, even though we were all getting the opposite impression. Even the mom of the other girl, you could tell she was like, oh no. (laughs) Um, So even though we were all getting the opposite impression, he still interpreted her actions as friendly. And at face value, it's easy to see the power of that for our own peace of mind. Uh, You know, Einstein says that the most important question a person can ask themselves is, is the world a friendly place? And really, that is such a manifestation of that. If you believe the world is a friendly place, if you're tuned into that goodness, you will interpret people as being friendly or as liking you. And even if we don't feel that all the time, uh, you know, if we if we're not in the place where we're, we ourselves are tuned into that goodness all the time, we can still start our practice with that. We can still start our practice in letting go of the assumptions in real time. So uh, that's that's the first thing that came to mind. But it's not just for our peace of mind. Though that's important, it doesn't actually end there. There's actually real implications of our interpretations and our assumptions because then we witnessed how choosing to interpret the scenario a certain way actually changed the reality. Assuming friendliness left the possibility open for the situation to change completely. So I love stories and the truths in them, but stories themselves are so powerful because they drive lessons home in a different way. And often there's so many layers to the truths that can be extracted from a story. So different truths kind of come at you, different times uh, that you might be reflecting on the same story, especially if it's something in your own life that you experienced And stories also, you know, we tend to remember them. We remember the stories a lot better than we remember, you know, just extracted truths. So uh, with that said, there were a few more things that came through that I figured I would just share in the order that they came through for me as I was reflecting. So one, you can imagine how this principle could work in the opposite way. So expecting someone not to like us and then acting in a way that supports that, maybe being a little closed, um, maybe not making direct eye contact, keeping to ourselves or not engaging. And, you know, anything that might be said, even if it's neutral, we might interpret that as someone not liking us and you can kind of see what happens. You know, We, we close off any possibility of meaningfully connecting with another when we assume that they do not like us. And second, it's also a larger reminder of the power of befriending hostility. So actually how friendliness can diffuse really tough situations. And we can take that another level into our inner world. Befriending our inner challenges, our challenging emotions, our challenging thoughts and feelings. This is befriending Mara when he shows up in our lives. So Mara shows up and this demonstrates so beautifully how we can welcome him. Hey, I think she likes me. How amazing is that if our inner child could welcome Mara like that? That would be amazing. If we don't expect Mara to wish us harm, I think she likes me, you know, having that as our, you know, inner monologue or inner mantra, how would that change how we relate to Mara? And I do think there is actually an argument to be made for Mara liking us. You know, he keeps coming back for one and two, he wakes us up. Turning to Mara is always in the best interest of our eventual evolvement and waking up uh, and at la and last Can we embody the childlike spirit that not only expects the best in others, but trusts in that greater goodness, like we're talking about with Einstein's quote. So a spirit that hasn't yet been molded by heartbreak and betrayal. You know, there's so many things that keep us reserved that make us want to protect our hearts. And often, any sign of hostility in another can bring that up that protective mechanism. It's there for a reason, but it's not always in our best interest. Feeling like someone doesn't like us is ultimately just another layer of feeling like the world is not a friendly place. But if we intuit a benevolence underneath everything that we're experiencing and a greater goodness, we won't get so hooked by that feeling. And of course, you know, tapping into that goodness, that's really what mindfulness and dharma is all about. And there's a quote by Nelson Mandela, it never hurts to see the good in someone. They often act the better because of it. So we won't always be able to shift a situation by how we show up, but if we show up assuming friendliness, we do leave the door open for that possibility and i think that is incredibly powerful and i have leon to thank for for teaching me that so with that um, may we through our practice and you know through rich community and our life experiences may we tap into benevolence and greater goodness that will help us see the towering six-year-old in our lives as a friend and not a foe and may the impact of that ripple out into the world as more and more people start to see their own goodness reflected back to them as we point it out to them I hope this story inspired you as much as it inspired Joseph and I, and I hope that you have a great start to your week.